Have you ever wondered what damage is happening to your kids being in a narcissistic relationship? Maybe you've seen how parenting from a narcissist is actually hurting them or not hurting them. What does it actually look like? Have you ever wondered how a narcissistic parent can actually shape your child's development? What actually happens to them as they grow up? You might not understand the lasting impact of growing up with a narcissistic parent. Or you could be watching the video today and you're like, hey, I actually grew up in a narcissistic household and now I'm watching these videos because I've been stuck with a toxic narcissistic person. Well, if you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. Our goal is to help educate people about narcissism, the abuse that happens, and ultimately get them to a place of freedom, of breaking free physically, mentally, emotionally from a toxic person so they can learn how to be able to break the trauma bond, move forward and grow, change and develop. You can click the link on any of our bios to be able to jump into our seven day challenge. Or if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. If you haven't already, subscribe, like, rate, review. We'd love to be able to hear from you and be able to share it with other people too. When we move into this topic of narcissistic parenting and how it actually affects the kids, you need to be able to understand some of the characteristics that's going on underneath the surface. Narcissistic parenting is characterized by the same stuff that goes into narcissistic personality disorder, which first and foremost oftentimes is self-centeredness, oftentimes being the center of attention even with the kids in the picture of like, hey, they don't matter, you don't matter, what matters is me in this moment. Oftentimes this will lead to emotional neglect, not caring about the kids' needs, uh, not caring about their emotions, not caring about their feelings. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're going to see this a lot even in parenting and even co-parenting situations where the narcissist doesn't care about your child's feelings. Now, you might have the child and realize, hey, when I actually talk to them, they open up to me, but they don't feel safe to even open up when they're over at his house because a narcissist is not interested in dealing with another person's emotions. They feel icky. They feel pointless. Like, what's the, what's the deal with having to deal with your emotions, your feelings? They're going to treat the kids the same way. It might be under a guise. It might be under a hidden agenda, but they're going to treat the kids the same way. It happens. Oftentimes, this aspect of being self-centered, being only focusing on their emotions and not the kids, it becomes manipulative. Of trying to manipulate the kids to be able to get what they want out of them. Now, sometimes that is just an image booster. Of like, look at me, I'm a single dad and I'm doing all this stuff, but people only see what's on social media and they don't see how the dad's never available or the dad's never there with the kids or the whole aspect of even a co-parenting of like, hey, I have a child, I see them like every week and that's just a lie because they never show up. We see this happen over and over and over in toxic relationships. And this produces a really bad manipulation and triangulation between the kid and the other parent. Being confused of like, who matters? What's actually happening? Wait, she said, he said, all this stuff back and forth. Narcissists also don't have this huge empathy, right? Of a lot of it is a lack of empathy. And so as a result, the kid is trying to be able to say, hey, this is what's going on. They're just kind of like, I don't really care. They might not say that, but they'll show that and they'll demonstrate that by their actions. Narcissistic parent is going to prioritize their own needs, own desires over the child's well-being, over the child's safety a lot of times. 
So however this may look, it might be in different aspects. It might be in emotional abuse. It might be in invalidation or using the children as extensions of themselves to end up bolstering their own self-esteem and fulfill their own emotional needs. Oftentimes you'll see a narcissistic parent that will use the kids to be able to say, oh, you're going to do this really well for me. They might not actually say for me, but in reality, they're pushing the kids really hard because they're worried about their image. They're worried about the kids accomplishing something that they never had a chance to do. And they're trying to live like vicariously through the kids to be able to get what they want, that image, that high, that feeling. Think of it this way. You might have grown up in a household or you might have seen in your household the narcissistic parent who's constantly criticizing, just beating down the kids with their words over and over and over again. And it makes you uncomfortable. And even if you get to the place where you say something, you're like, I'm uncomfortable at how you're talking to our kids that way. What? They need to learn. They're going to have this in the world. I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing with them. I'm just, just messing with them. I'm just trying to help them get tough skin. You're going to see different pieces that the narcissist is going to say and do to try to manipulate the situation so that you only look at a piece of it while they continue to criticize and belittle the child's achievements, the child's emotions, child's feelings, child's tears, dismissing a lot of times their feelings, dismissing the desires, like creating this space that is not safe to share. Like this emotional piece where the kids want to be able to open up, or they want to know, hey, is this a safe place to actually talk about who I am, what's going on? And the nurse is like, yep, no, it's not going to be a safe place. And they show that time and time and time again. Dismissing feelings, desires, emotions, and oftentimes switching it back around on them. Demanding attention, demanding admiration. It gets this way where the kids' needs are neglected. So how does this kind of play out? Because you're like, hey, you have a kid, right? Yeah. So at the time of this recording, we have a, kid, we have a child, um, a daughter, and she's around four years old. A lot of times my brain wants to go in the place of just conformity. That's how I was raised. That's how a lot of society, that's how a lot of Christianity was raised. You must conform. You're crying right now. You better shape up. You better do what I'm telling you to do. That's where my mind wants to go. So thankfully, my wife is the opposite of actually helping me work through that. One, by demonstrating it, and then two, by trying to help coach. That is hard because when she's coaching or when she's trying to help in the moment, it triggers that shame piece of like, well, I guess I'm not a good parent. I guess I'm not this. So I want to spiral out. I want to get frustrated. I want to get upset. But this aspect of having to show up for the kids to be able to help them is a really, really hard piece for the narcissist. They don't engage with it. It's not natural. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For me, it's not natural at all. So I'm working on training and transforming my thought process. So when I'm engaging with our daughter, when I'm working through problems, when she's having big emotions and big feelings, I'm trying to be there for it and work through that problem so she knows how to handle it versus just cap it, just put it away. You're going to see a lot of narcissistic parents try to do this because they're more interested in their image than they are in the kid's growth. They're more concerned about what their control and how it looks to people than they are about the kid's comfort and how they're actually engaging and developing themselves. 
But what does this actually do for the kids? How does this actually hit the kids emotionally, mentally, physically? Like what is the aspect for the kids that it actually is impacting? Okay, they can have profound emotional and psychological consequences because they grow up and they get to the place where they have no self-esteem because they were constantly beat down. They were constantly belittled. They were constantly devalued in the parenting aspect. All of a sudden, it seems like they have a lack of boundaries because they said no, and then, they, then the parent just pushed through because they didn't care. And they struggle with trust because they don't know who to trust because the parental figures in their lives they couldn't trust, and they struggle with intimacy because they didn't have a connection that was a healthy connection with the toxic person. Like the constant criticism, manipulation, and validation can lead them down a dark path, oftentimes down a dark path of worthlessness, anxiety, depression, and ultimately difficulty forming healthy relationships. You might be like, hey, how does this actually play out? What happens? And typically, a child that grows up in a narcissistic, narcissistic household with a narcissistic abusive person in their life will get to the place where they either become the narcissist or they will become codependent and end up being with a narcissist. For all of you that are debating, should I stay for the kids so he has a, so he has a father or not? But yeah, he's abusive, but should I stay or not? Your child has a higher chance of becoming a narcissist or becoming a codependent and being with a narcissist long-term the longer they stay in the toxic relationship. Like You're going to see a kid grow up with a narcissistic parent and constantly seek external validation because they've been looking for this for such a long period of time from that parent and they never got it. They start to have a distorted view of self. Like I view myself less than because this person told me so. Like the child grows up with an eating problem because how the parent belittled and criticized. Child grows up with an image problem because of how the parent belittled and criticized their image. And they struggle with setting any type of boundaries because they've never seen that demonstrated in their lives. Anxiety, self-doubt, feeling like they're never good enough. These people that move through life and don't feel good enough and struggle with worthiness are prime candidates for a narcissist to go after as a target because there's an open wound that the narcissist can step in and be like, I'll fill that. And as soon as he fills that, as soon as he comes into your life and fills that, you're like, this is the best thing ever. And then it's like, just kidding. That's not actually who I am. I just did that so I could actually get you. So what do you need to do? How do you need to move forward? You need to understand that breaking free from the toxic person is absolutely essential. Too many people want to justify staying in a toxic relationship for the kids. Now, I'm not saying, oh, you, you can't do this because you don't have money or because of this. I'm saying people that make excuses, saying I'm not going to get out of this relationship. I know it's toxic. I know it's bad. I choose not to get out of it for my kids are only going to further abuse their kids. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're going to further hurt your kids staying in abuse, getting out, focusing on your self-development, your growth, therapy, coaching, whatever that might look like is essential for you so you can actually help lead your kids moving forward. Because the effect that it has on a child in a narcissistic relationship is profound. 
how many of you watching this video right here, right now, went through a toxic relationship because of trauma in your past from your parents, from narcissistic parents? If so, type it in the chat. Say me. Hey, me. I went through this. My parents were narcissistic, so therefore I turned out this way. My parents were narcissistic, so then I struggled with my self-esteem. My parents were narcissistic, so I struggled with my self-worth. I was constantly criticized and devalued, so therefore when someone came into my life, it felt like the best thing ever. But in reality, it was fake. We have to be able to acknowledge the patterns that you go through when you grow up in a toxic relationship, in a toxic environment, and how those continue moving forward hurting your identity, making your self-esteem low, knocking down your worthiness, your sense of value, and being able to build that back up, helping you understand who you are, your purpose, your direction, your vision, your values. It helps setting up boundaries, developing self-compassion, self-care, seeking support, because we have to be able to help you move forward and to step in that right direction. If you've resonated with any of the content of this video and you're looking for further guidance and support, reach out, click the link in the bio. If you want to work together one-on-one, -on -one, if you're interested in joining our Thriver community so you can be in a group of people maximizing and developing their growth, go to rawmotivations.com because we want to be able to help you from where you are to not go in this cycle, to break generational trauma, generational curses, and continue to move forward to grow, thrive, and develop to the person you're called to be. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review. Thank you. So if you're listening to the podcast, send this to someone else who might be struggling with this. Thanks so much, and y'all have a blessed day.